Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Whoa, yesterday was a busy day, and you want to find out about it. So let's talk about it next on the Vikings Daily Opener from Vikings First and Skull. Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener this day, Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. And boy, was yesterday busy. The Vikings were moving players all over the place. And we're going to start off with two articles that I combined together. First one from Tyler Fornis over at Vikings Wire. Vikings place Andre Carter II on the physically unable to perform list. The second one from Christopher Gates over at the Daily Norseman. Vikings to sign offensive tackle Bobby Evans and fills out the roster. Well, yesterday for sure was a busy day for the Minnesota Vikings as they made several roster moves leading up to the start of training camp. First, the Vikings signed offensive tackle Bobby Evans later in the day, filling out their active roster. Evans is a third-round pick of the Los Angeles Rams in 2019. He has played 21 games at tackle with 11 starts and 14 games at guard with one start in his NFL career. He was waived by the Rams last season and signed with the Vikings practice squad. Again, he was brought back in just yesterday. The addition of Evans boosts the depth on the offensive line and provides some much-needed competition. 
He's just a guy, though, so don't expect too much. He may remain on the practice squad after all the cuts are made. We'll have to see. On the defensive side of the ball, the Vikings placed linebacker Andre Carter II on the physically unable to perform list. Carter, as we all know, was guaranteed $340,000 as an undrafted free agent last April. He has a lot of talent as an edge rusher, but is viewed as a long-term play due to having played at Army and training to both be a cadet and a football player. Even though he won't be able to participate in the beginning of the camp, Carter will still be a player to watch due to his pass rushing abilities. In another move, the Vikings waived wide receiver Malik Knowles. Knowles was signed as an undrafted free agent out of Kansas State and was considered a long shot to make the roster. He was waived with an undisclosed injury designation, so he'll get paid one way or the other. The team also placed guard-slash-center Chris Reed on the non-football injury list. Reed was signed last season to provide depth on the offensive line and possibly earn a starting position. He got beat out. However, he did get some playing time last season when we went through both Bradbury and Schlotman at center. But it remains to be seen how much he will contribute this season. And having a NFI listing doesn't help. Hopefully it's minor. With all these recent roster moves, there's a lot to look forward in the upcoming training camp. Stay tuned for more on the Minnesota Vikings as they prepare for the 2023 NFL season. And I'd like to point out that all those that went on either the PUP or the NFI list, it is the active one, which means they can come back anytime between now and the start of the season. Let's hope all those injuries are minor and we see them soon. The next article on the list comes from Vikings First and Skull's very own Tyler Fornes. Yesterday, he was looking at the state of the roster, the inside linebackers. He and I both dove into this topic yesterday. He over at Vikings Wire, and then me this morning over at FFSN to talk about how this group is composed and what we can expect from them this upcoming season. With the 2023 season just around the corner, there's no better time to take stock of the roster and assess each position group and its strengths and weaknesses. When it comes to the inside linebackers, the Vikings have some potential you know, I don't really like that word, but it's there. But there's still a lot of unanswered questions. One of the reasons I don't like that word. Jordan Hicks is a proven player in the group. And he struggled in coverage last season. However, he's decent against the run. With new defensive coordinator Brian Flores at the helm, Hicks should be able to be put in a position to succeed. Flores is known for his aggressive schemes, and he should be able to utilize Hicks' strengths in the running game 
and blitzing while minimizing his weakness in pass coverage. Let that be so. The real intrigue lies in the rest of the linebacker room. Brian Asamoah II has the explosiveness to make big plays, but he needs to refine his skills and play more within himself. Under Flores' aggressive scheme, Asamoah could be a key contributor to the defense. He is expected to start next to Jordan Hicks. He also will have some coverage responsibilities because he is fast. Beyond Hicks and Asamoah, there are a whole lot of unknowns. Ivan Pace Jr. is a rookie who could be a situational blitzer. That's why he was signed as a UDFA. He seems to specialize in it. But it remains to be seen whether he can carve out a role for himself on the defense. That's what training camp's for. The rest of the linebacker room is made up of low-level backup guys and undrafted free agents, which means their performance in the 2023 preseason will be critical to them making the roster and having a future impact on the team. Overall, this group needs to play adequately under Flores, who will put them in a position to succeed and maximize their roles on defense. We'll be keeping a close eye on their performance throughout the preseason and season, and we will have all the latest news and analysis right here on Vikings First and Skull and in the daily opener. That led straight into the real Forno show from last night. And that's what we talked about. And if you're curious about the real Forno show, it goes live twice a week. Mondays and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central over on the Vikings First and Skull YouTube page. Come join us. Chat in the comments. We always have a great time. The next story by Tyler Fornis again. He wrote a piece calling out seven Vikings players who need a strong training camp. Tyler was discussing the seven Vikings players who need to have a strong training camp. The team has a lot of questions surrounding it, but these players in particular need to step up and prove their worth. First up is cornerback Andrew Booth Jr. Booth was a second-round pick that the Vikings traded up for in 2022. Unfortunately, he injured his knee after playing only 105 snaps on the defense. In the time that he played, Things weren't great for the star cornerback from Clemson. He struggled on the outside, but the defensive scheme didn't help him either. Now, entering training camp fully healthy after a repair to his meniscus, Booth needs a really strong season to show that the Vikings moving up for him in the draft was the right call. Next on our list is cornerback Caleb Evans. Despite being a fourth-round pick, Evans played more snaps and earlier than Booth did. Unfortunately for Evans, he sustained three concussions during the season last year. He'll complain it was only two, but he was put in the protocol three separate times. And the Vikings shut him down for the year. 
He now has a brand new helmet specifically designed to help prevent that. Thankfully, Evans was great at staying in the hip pocket of a wide receiver and contending with whatever pass was thrown. His timing wasn't the greatest, but that will come with experience. The man-cover-heavy scheme that Brian Flores is going to run should help Evans thrive in his second season. It's going to be really, really interesting to see in training camp who's playing better, Booth or Evans, and who earns that starting spot on the outside next to Murphy. Next player up is one of my favorites, right guard Ed Ingram. He's another player that needs to step up in training camp. Ingram allowed 63 pressures on 1,225 snaps, which ranked the worst in the NFL amongst starting offensive linemen. There's a reasonable amount of pressures allowed that is expected from offensive linemen just due to the nature of the game. But 63 pressures? That is absolutely brutal. Now, he did improve as the season went on. We hope he's taking that next huge leap, going from year one to year two, but we'll have to wait and see. Being able to learn from his mistakes and his 1,225 snaps will absolutely be critical. Next comes Kinane. In this post-franchise running back era, where you have no massive bell cow, it is finally here for the Vikings. They've moved on from Dalvin Cook and gone to a committee approach. This opens the door for players like Mwangu to get some real significant playing time. The issue he's had his first two seasons aren't easily fixed, as vision, pass blocking, and footwork don't magically fix themselves. They have to be trained in, muscle memory, Coached, repetition, repetition, repetition. He was viewed as a project coming out of Iowa State and has certainly flashed explosiveness with three kick return touchdowns. But he needs to show down-to-down effectiveness to see the field. Was Nwangu getting second-team reps in minicamp a sign of things to come or just a mirage? That will determine his future, especially with Ty Chandler and Dwayne McBride also fighting for playing time. Now on to Tyler's favorite player. Quarterback Jaron Hall is another player to watch during training camp. Selecting the quarterback in the fifth round shouldn't invoke a ton of excitement. But Hall isn't the standard day three quarterback. He has a lot of experience and upside along with playing a very similar system at BYU. It can't be overstated how much the situation they get drafted into matters with a quarterback. If there is any future with Hall as a starting or bridge quarterback in the NFL, he needs to show it during training camp that he can be the next guy. In 2021, Kellen Mond played his way out of the building. The next season, Hall could be doing the same thing 
with a poor performance. Luckily, we have Kevin O'Connell, who hopefully is the quarterback whisperer. Wide receiver Jalen Rager is another player that needs to prove his worth during training camp. The Vikings took a calculated risk in trading with the Philadelphia Eagles to acquire Jalen Rager. He was a first-round pick in 2020, right before Justin Jefferson, that struggled with the Eagles and seemingly needed a fresh start. He got that in Minnesota but didn't produce results. In fact, his two routes run against the Indianapolis Colts resulted in two interceptions and one for a touchdown because he ran the routes poorly. We all saw on quarterback how Kirk Cousins was absolutely pissed with him. However, with a fully guaranteed salary, it's likely that Rager makes the roster, but he needs to improve and prove that he belongs, not only as a wide receiver, but he also needs to improve on punt returning, where he was a disappointing average of just about eight yards on return last year. Finally, the last year's first-round pick, Lewis Seen, needs to step up during training camp. Seen didn't have a great start to his career, playing just two snaps on the defense before breaking his ankle and ending his rookie season. The offseason, Josh Metellus was getting all the second-team reps. Before Seen, and that's a concern. Or is it? It may not be a concern for the Vikings, but it should be a concern for Lewis himself. Were the Vikings just playing things safe with Seen, or is it a sign of things to come? That will be answered pretty quickly during training camp. But Kwesi Adolfo Menza's first draft pick flaming out quickly will have the naysayers coming out in full force. Grab those torches and pitchforks, people. But as I, Dave, think, I think Seen was hired to eventually replace Harrison Smith. It worries me that he's taking so long to get it, though. But thank God for Harrison Smith. So there you have it. The seven Vikings players who need to have strong training camps. Keep an eye on these players as they compete for a chance to make the starting lineup. At this point, I've gone too long. I need to take a quick break. Grab some coffee, and I'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. 
because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And I'm back. Thanks for listening to ads, if there were any. Our next story is what's in store for today, Tuesday. This was put together by the WCCO staff. Tuesday is a big day for the team as the remaining players arrive for check-in day, the veterans. As we previously reported, rookies, quarterbacks, and select players have already arrived at camp over the weekend, but now it's time for the rest of the team to join them. The first media availability of the season will also take place this morning, and as I record this, Kevin O'Connell is speaking. General Manager Quezia Dofamenza is also expected to speak, as well as a few selected players. KOC has already said that Daniil Hunter is in the building, a good sign, but don't expect to see much of him early as they try to work out the contract situation. This will be the first time we get a chance to hear from the team and get a good idea what to expect this season. With a new defensive coordinator and several new players, there's a lot of excitement surrounding the Vikings this year. Be sure to stay tuned for updates on what the coaches and players have to say. We'll probably have a lot more on that tomorrow. We'll be keeping a close eye out on their comments and we'll bring you the latest news and insights. We'll also be watching to see who stands out during the first full team practice tomorrow. It's always interesting to see how new players fit in and how the team is shaping up for the upcoming season. With that, we dive into Vikings history. We are just 47 days away until the Vikings season opener. Within the history of the Minnesota Vikings, it is a rich tradition and storied players have left their marks. No less significant is the impact of number 47 on the team's history. Over the years, nine players have donned the jersey, each leaving their own unique contribution to the team. Of the nine players, Joey Browner stands out as the most exceptional. Browner was a safety who played for the Vikings from 1983 to 1991. During his time with the team, he established himself as one of the premier safeties in the NFL, earning six, count them, six consecutive Pro Bowl selections from 1985 to 1990, along with three first-team All-Pro honors and one second-team All-Pro honor. He was a selection to the Hall of Fame's All-1980s team. He was known for his hard-hitting and tenacious style of play, as well as his ability to read the game, tackle with authority, and create turnovers. Browner was a crucial component in the team's success during the 80s, and his consistent excellence on the field earned him widespread recognition and respect throughout the entire league. However, Browner is not the only player to have worn number 47 on their jersey. It is worth noting that other players like Justin Rowland, Nick James, Ron Grochi, Tuff Borland, and Hardy Nickerson 
have also made contributions in their own way during their respective tenures. Currently, a young 26-year-old linebacker named William Quenku is donning the number 47 for the Vikings. This will be his third year in the league, but first with the Vikings. While Quinku has yet to make a significant impact on the franchise, he has the opportunity to follow in the footsteps of great players like Joey Browner and leave his mark on the team's history, especially because he is a linebacker and we are weak in that position group. In conclusion, the number 47 has played a significant role in the history of the Minnesota Vikings. The players who have won the jersey have left their own unique contributions to the team with standout player like Joey Browner setting the standard for excellence on the field. As the Vikings gear up for the upcoming season, we can only wait to see what the future holds for the current wearer of the number 47 jersey, William Quenku, and how he will add to the legacy of this iconic jersey number. Well, folks, that's it for today's show. This has been Dave Stefano on Vikings First and Skull. want you to know to make sure you check out our next live show on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. It'll be the Real Forno Show over on the Vikings First and Skull YouTube page, as well as check out the articles over at FFSN. Click down from NFL to Minnesota Vikings, and you'll see the articles posted there. Like I said this morning, I did one on the inside linebackers. There are more to come. They are in the pipeline as we bring on a grand total of 12 writers to bring you Minnesota Vikings news and content daily. Well, this has been Vikings First in Skull with the Vikings Daily Opener. Today, Tuesday, July 25th. And what do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First in Skull production.